Hey everybody, how's it going? It is the Fancy Rugby Yanks Podcast. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glazer. And we are back to our regularly scheduled program for just this week, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, broadcasting from outside, just just outside Boston, Massachusetts. And we're back at our old digs and back in our old environment. And uh, plenty to talk about. Home field advantage. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. Um, yeah, so lo- loads to talk about. Uh, lots of fun stuff coming up this week. Um Tasty matchups all around between Super Rugby and obviously Champions Cup quarterfinals coming yeah. up, and you know we had some we had some great stuff this past weekend. Um, I think you watched more than me this weekend. That's and a shocker. That is a that's an accomplishment right there because <laughs> I do everything I can. Right, but well, you were uh, you were also traveling, going, yeah, going back to to the Great White North. Yeah, well, to visit the Wall. Yeah, well, it was Miss Sh- it's Miss Sharon's birthday actually oh. actually today. Really? Actually today. Oh man, I'll have to wish her a birthday. She is a uh, happy birthday, Sharon. Yeah, I think she listens. So <laughs> she, I, I won't say her age. I won't say her age. I'll, I'll be, I'll be nice. I, I won't say her age. Sixty. <laughs> uh, how about we? Uh, how about we drink some beer uh, and hope that it's not shaking up too much. Ah, uh, uh, nice. Ah, uh, we're good. Okay. These Boston uh, roads didn't destroy. Well it. done. Um, everybody, make sure you check us out on Google Play, Spotify, iTunes. Review, rate us, download, subscribe, all that good stuff. Tell your friends. And you can send us an email if you want, and I'll give the email at the end of the show. I promised we would read our recent review, and um, people are not, people are nice to us, apparently. Um, what the hell's wrong with all of you? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm wondering. Um, <laughs> well, what's wrong with us? Uh, oh, How long do we have? Yeah. Um, says from Maine Mags, favorite podcast, funny guys who know what they're talking about. If you're a fan of rugby, it's a must listen. That's nice. That's far too nice for our fans. But Seriously. <laughs> you uh, know. Know what we're talking about. That's, uh, that's a lot to live up to there. <laughs> I mean, you know. Uh, you've seen you've probably you've seen me get more into spats uh, out in the social media universe, but we wa- we watched a fun one oh, together man. this week yeah, we about did. the 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 hit that Jock Berger posted, right? And uh, you know, it was a scary fucking hit. It was that did not look good. No, but at the same time, the the reaction to it or the the overreaction to it was something else. And then the was it mall over start, rugby started. Yeah, chirping at somebody, telling them they shouldn't have played, like all this stuff. Like, come on, calm down. One of what I th- I think I think one of the reasons that at least I I I, I do enjoy listening to this pod on, on my own too, even though I'm I'm obviously here while Bi- we biased. <laughs> right, I'm a little biased too. Yep. But we don't have at least I don't feel like we give these like hot takes, and we're trying to get no. You know, we're not trying to rile people up or anything like that. We're just two guys having a beer talking about rugby. Uh, with a little bit of a fantasy angle we'll, to it, say with a little pretend rugby mixed in there, right? And but these guys, they get so up their own asses about, oh, you know, this is I don't, I, fuck, like you, you need to have have an opinion and a strong opinion about everything. Yeah, that was a, a scary hit. It was, but the guy, if, as long as everybody's okay, and it appeared that the guy who who got rolled over, like on his not, if you haven't seen it, um, right after it wasn't a late hit, it was perfectly legal. Just a big hit, and and a guy kind of kind of lands on his own head as he's rolling himself over right. in the tackle. Um, it looked ugly, looked scary, 
But as long as everybody gets up and, and walks away, it's just one of these like, wow. That's, yeah. That was an That's awesome generally hit. a wow like, hit. Can't we just say that that, that was that was fucking awesome? And and hopefully we never see anything like that again so that it, nobody does get hurt. Yes. But let's appreciate it for what it is rather than start yelling at everyone about it. I mean, we, I think most people got into the sport partly because the violence and, you know, people like violence, people like carnage. Uh I got into it because I was seeing some big shots, and I was just like, and they don't have pads. So that tells me these guys might have some bigger bollocks than some other people. So I like these guys. Let's watch. Yeah, and and you see that a lot with the uh, in America anyway with the converted football players. They're always going for a big hit at the beginning they, of their career. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they and then they re- realize maybe this is not a good idea. Right. You can't keep that up for 80 minutes. No. Um, so they, yourself they kind of, yeah. I had a guy who was, uh, he, he was, um, I, I coached him for a year because I was injured <laughs> um, down in, in Philly. He was, right. uh, he'd been a middle linebacker for Harvard. Okay. And everybody was like gushing over him when I, when I um, came back to my old club. Mm-hmm. And because he was, he was a unit um, playing in the centers, are. he lit somebody up and kind of fucked his shoulder up a little bit. And he's like, yeah, I got to come out. I'm like, okay. That, you, know, you, you know that you can't go back in. He didn't know. Oh, and well. later in the match, he's like, "Hey, can I go back in?" It's like, "No, dude, like this isn't. We told you this is how it works. And, is, uh, you're out. You're out. Yeah. You're off. You're off. You know. Like, you can you take got, a minute and kind of readjust yourself, but on the field, but yeah, if you don't you're get come like off, 20, 30 minutes. So, nope. so guys got to um, kind of you know measure themselves a little bit, and and, and yeah, you get a, the big hit every so often, but that's all based on positioning more than I'm just going to run right through this asshole because he sees me coming. Like just yeah, it, it's yeah, I love those big hits. Everyone right. does. Um, but there's a reason that they don't happen every fucking play. No. Yeah. Uh, use your brains, kids. Yeah. It'll, it'll, it, it, it works, I promise. All right. Um, let's talk about the Prem. That was a, that was a fun weekend. There's some, there's some movement going on here. Real good rugby going on. <laughs> and um, some movement on the table. Yeah. We have uh, a new a, a challenger appears for relegation uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm not going to hide my happiness about. So. Some, some didn't. didn't didn't somebody say something about them getting into a relegation fight possibly uh, last week? I don't recall. <laughs> no, just, Jared, just checking. Ja- just yeah. checking. <laughs> Which obviously means that Jared said it and I didn't because I don't recall it. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, well done. Um, they're, uh, they lost. They lost. Worcester and Newcastle both won. Come, out, come out victorious. And now all of a sudden it gets real fun at the bottom it's, of the table. Now we're looking at Because Bristol lost too. They lost to that. They lost yeah. in that. So uh, let's yeah let's just get right into it. Um, obviously, Lester lost Friday night. You watched the game. I didn't yeah. end up getting a. I was at. I was coaching the kiddos. Um, Saints twenty nine, Lester fifteen. So, so I went back and found Oof. found a, um, a a screenshot from the match. Uh, it was right around the uh, where was it the thirty fourth minute. Mm-hmm. I have it at thirty four twenty eight. Uh, for those of you who who still have access to the match, um, this was right after uh, the Saints. I think they're. F- their second try um, with the, the yellow card was on. Um, so it was the first try on the yellow card. Okay. And they're showing the, the, the they called it the playmaker balance. Now, I've never seen a broadcast show something like this before. So I immediately got a little bit of a rugby chubby. Um, yeah. I've, I mean, I've seen them do it. It's a really cool chart to see. And it's rare, at least. So Yes, it's, it probably is. You're probably right This is something that. that I think needs to be focused on a lot more often. And now I'm putting my coaching hat on when I'm saying yeah. that. Because it really, it, this matters to me. Um, watching good rugby, which is they're showing the, the how teams are attacking, whether it's off the nine, off the ten, or off, or or even off the twelve. Out wide, yep. 
And what they showed here is is right around this time, um, Lester was 61% off the 9 and mm-hmm. 31% off the 10, only 8% off the 12. Not much, not so much going wide. you're looking at 92% are either one or two passes off, yeah. you know, from the breakdown. How easy is that to defend? And, well, and, I mean, you keep most of your fatties in tight anyway, so right. there so, you go. So that's really all they're trying to do. Um, there's no wonder they have three points at the time and a card. Whereas you look at the, uh, the Saints, and they have 43% off the 9, 30% off the 10, and 27% off the 12. Now, that's a nice, even balance. Yeah. I mean, of course, it's going to be heavier off, off the 9, but that's... It's easier to get one pass away, obviously. Right. But then you're getting, you know, a third, a full, close to a third of your... Um, uh, of your uh, plays of, of your, your phases action, yeah. are off your twelve. Like you're doing something yeah. right. You know, I, I saw a comment on that's, that's on, probably got Chris Boyd's fingerprints in it a little bit. You know, Hurricanes were good at that. Yeah, I, I, that that and that's what's needed in in, in Northern Hemisphere rugby. Mm-hmm. I saw a, a comment the other day on some other rugby Twitter feed. Okay, where somebody said, "Oh, you got, but you got to earn the right to go wide." And that's like, an old. That's an that's, old thing. That's, that's like old fifteen thing. years old. Yeah, that's, that's like, an old thing. You you look at the way the Saints played, and it was basically like fifteen meter line to fifteen meter line. They're they're attacking that width. Yep. And not over phases. I'm saying like they start at one fifteen meter line, then they're Move they're, they're making be, the tackle contest at at the other fifteen meter line. So like they're they're using the width of the pitch in open play. They're not going all the way wide. They're not you know trying to go sideline to sideline. But certainly, yeah, that's the difference. Width to width, I think, right there. Right, that you just said. Get into when you're, when you're so ill-disciplined that you just want to swing everything to the five-meter line on on either side of the field. It's that's asking for it. That's asking. That's easy stuff. You yeah, know? it really is because you get somebody close to that five-meter line and you get a big burly dude to shove him into touch, and oops, you lose the ball. Right. You know. Or that ball is slow to get out, and you get somebody running the other way with it. Yeah, jeez. Oh, which which nobody no. wants to see. But when when you're attacking with you know that in that center channel, constantly rather than just the ten channel, mm-hmm. you attack a little bit wider than that, and suddenly there's space because everybody's going to be concentrated right around that yep. that uh, you know first uh, five or six defenders. Right. Get out wider than that, and there's a lot more room. There's space. Yes. And, and that's it's really been, the story of of uh, the Saints win. Well, you want you want. You know, you want space for Collins, Hutchinson, Nyarvaro, uh, you know, some of the some of the loosier guys like um like uh God, why am I blanking on his name? Brousseau. Brousseau yeah. Um Tamana Harrison in the loose is, is probably something that's kinda scary for somebody <laughs> a little bit smaller to see and go, Oh no. Um yeah, you you want that stuff. Who um r- r- correct me if I'm wrong, did was Ben Young's not supposed to start this match or was he definitely not supposed to start it? I thought I, he was in the lineup. I don't recall. I yeah, didn't. I thought he was in the lineup, but I could be losing my mind completely. You know? I have it on my other computer. So ah, <laughs> I, I that I, uh, not that I was doing it at work. Um, <clears throat> uh. <laughs> um, shit. Yeah. See, I thought I, I thought he was supposed to start, but I could be wrong. Um, Harrison steps in, obviously, and does the does what he can, but only so much to be done. Uh, Saints go marching in, and Saints are working on the top six spot at least, yeah. and trying to get back into Champions Cup. Um, standouts. Just looking at this, I, you know, I had a couple of blunders in my own fantasy team. Alex Moon was not a blunder. No, forty-five. 
No, the, thank I mean, you, thank you. And he's cheap as hell. Yeah, he is. Un, he's a Will Rollins type. He's well under. He's under two hundred. Okay, and he's scoring points fistfuls. So, so he's he's one to keep your eye on. Then. Yep, yep. As long as he's as long, I mean, especially while Laws is still trying to recover. Yeah, you know, once Laws comes back, it's going to be kind of risky because they'll rotate. They'll they'll they're likely to rotate between Moon and Rattanawa and um and Laws. Yeah, you know, with obviously Laws getting a good a good bit of the run. But yeah, so look good to me. Um, I got my green light right. Rory <laughs> Hutchinson, thirty-five. Yeah, I'll take it. He had a good match. Oh, pretty much all the backs. Obviously, yeah. you can see you can go down right. the list. Had a, had a great match. Yeah, clearly, you know, every almost most of the back line had some sort of contribution. Bigger, obviously, with right. the biggest bet point point week of the week. Bigger with sixty. Shoo! Yeah. And I'd like to thank. Uh, Bryce Heem for for having to withdraw oh, right. at the last minute because I had Collins on my bench, and thank you, also thank you to the Rugby Magazine because they're they're wise enough to if if your player gets um, sat after yeah. you know last minute after you've already set the lineups, they will sub the the substitute in for that player. Yep. So I got Collins at fifty one rather than <laughs> twenty five. So thank you. That'll do. That'll that, do. That'll do. There you go. Awesome. Um. The battle at the bottom, the other battle at the bottom. It's there's going to be a couple of battles at the bottom as mm. we go through the rest of the season here. Uh, Worcester, eke it out. Josh Adams, the the Grand Slam hero, now oh, <laughs> Worcester <yeah>. hero, <laughs> sneaking one over. I didn't catch a whole lot of this match, but from the stuff I saw, it looked like this thing was wild. Yeah, no, I, I, this one I also did not yeah. get a chance to watch. So. Um, again, another one that. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Thacker was supposed to be starting, wasn't he? Yeah. Because I put him in my lineup, and apparently he came off the bench. Oh. I don't know if he had. Yeah, no, he was definitely supposed to be starting because I had because uh, I have him and McGuigan. Wow. And okay. so I was going to. So something must have happened. It was gonna, he I was going to start. Bench. The one of them where it was going to start, I decided not to put Thacker out at, at flank. I kept him at, at hook. So, yeah, he definitely was supposed to start. Well, he did He did fine, 26. Yeah. So unless Rugby Max just got this thing. A little screwy, but which is you know, computer glitches happen. So yeah, that's okay. Um, who is it who had a hundred points that, that prop? Oh <laughs> yeah, was it? I think it was Callum Black. Yeah, yeah. I was like, um, uh, nope. I don't think that's accurate. That yeah. So again, probably another oops, little hiccup. But Worcester pick up the win, twenty-seven, twenty-five, and big are win. Certainly trying to fight like hell to avoid the drop. Yeah, and um, this thing ain't over. No, that's for sure. Uh, Bristol play their play their skins off, but again, uh, come up just a little bit short, and you know maybe showing that 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 lack of experience in this situation. We'll see what happens. Um, I like to think that they have the 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 ammo in the in the tank to to fight it off because yeah, it they depends do depends on their their schedule the rest of the way out. Yeah, they have some amazing players, so we'll see. They uh, do. We'll we'll see if they can rely on them to hold them out. They have some salty veterans that can guide them away from this. Um, I think they have enough quality to stay up. I think I don't think they're quite in that drop zone no, conversation yet, but they're getting there. I mean, remaining they have uh, Bath away. Okay, no, um, that won't be easy. Saracens at home. Ugh. Leicester away. Uh, might be do that. That'll be a big one. Actually, that, that could be a really big one. It could be. That could be a really big one. Sale at home. And then away Ooh. at Newcastle to, to end the, the season. That's oh, uh, that could turn into a, a real stretch. tasty one. So they they got a the. Um, they got some work to do. They got they got to find ways to pick up points. Just yeah. pick up points, bonus points, and 
whether it's try bonus or losing bonus point, obviously wins when you can, but you know, you, you have to find ways to pick up points and that's what the experience does in this, yeah. in this situation. So and, we'll see what happens. And I'm heading over to, to Worcester now to see what they're, they have a rough one. I don't remember what it is exactly, but I remember having my eyes. I mean, is there out really the, oh, an no. easy road to hoe on the, this late in the season? Um, I mean, I think Newcastle is, is somewhat, that, somewhat easy. Yeah. It's so po- it's possible, but so Worcester are away at wasps. Home against Sale. Okay. Home against Gloucester. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Away against the Saints. Oof. And then home against the Saris to close it out. Oh, man. That's a, that's a rough That one. is a rough They might way get a gift end. depending on what the Saracen situation is. Right. Well, if, I mean. Exeter, Exeter, we'll yeah, talk about the that. The Saris' second side, like. It's still we, pretty darn good. It's still pretty darn good. And, almost, <laughs> you know, I had, had rocked up against the, the Saints to starters yeah. in the Prem Cup final. So, right. So the Saris, even if they start their backups, mm-hmm. we'll that's, see. that's not an easy uh, It's not an easy, easy out. Task. No, it's not an easy out. So we'll see. We'll see what that situation presents yeah. uh, come the end of the season here. Um, your side piece against Swass. And, you know, it, it looked like for... A little while, it looked like Gloucester were going to get you know all the territory, but no, no pay dirt. Right, and I was like, oh boy, is this going to like if they don't get pay dirt soon and get what's due to them and get some points here because they were really they really were controlling the match, even though uh, Wasps were ahead for a brief period, for a little, not a yeah, brief, they, they, about Wasps, twenty minutes or so. Yeah, they I mean they were what 11, 11 up, eleven. They were up eleven zero. Yeah, uh, fairly early. And and like you said, kind of con- not quite controlling the match, but certainly controlling the scoreboard. Yeah, no, I'd say Gloucester were in control of the match, but somehow we're finding ways to give away points. Yeah. So I was like, um, this could get really bad. Like if all of a sudden Wasper, wa- uh, Wasper, <laughs> yeah, cross the two of them together. <laughs> um, if Wasp all of a sudden figure out how to get back in this match in terms of territory and possession, Gloucester would have been in trouble. Yeah, but they but they they raided the ship. Um, Cipriani, Cipriani and Hines obviously Cipri- got that him. That tip pass. Did you at least see the tip pass? <laughs> yeah. Holy oh, I watched. Fuck. I did watch this match. Okay. This was a. This was a. This was a humdinger for a little while. Yeah. That one and the little chip through, like he. The one that was on the fly. Uh, you mean? Yeah. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah. That was dirty. Uh, that was uh, dirty. That, what pictures does he have of Eddie Jones? Or, I don't know. Or, or, or what does Eddie Jones have of him? Or, yeah. yeah. Or you know who did what did he do to Eddie Jones? Right. Who did he wrong? Right. Well, we. I mean, it was talked about. You know, Eddie yeah. Jones is kind of it, Cipriani is the personality that will challenge somebody like Eddie Jones, yeah. and Eddie oh. Jones doesn't want that. Which so is, that's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Right. You know, that's just how that's how it's running. Um, Hines, did you start him? Yes. Did I? <laughs> Yeah, I did. That contributed to your week. That, very much so. Just a bit. Yeah, having three guys in, in, in the 50-point range kind of works. Where'd you, one where'd you land overall, uh, on the game week overall? Game week overall, I was... Wait, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> um, Get back here. Yeah. Uh, overall, I was 137. Okay. So not, not, not great. Not that high, but not, not the you worst. certainly weren't bottom. No. Um, so Gloucester take care of business, 27-14, inching themselves ever so close. To that play playoff berth um, semifinal, uh, we'll see. We'll see which one they end up with in terms of three or four, and you know, yeah, they they could, in theory, still t- chase down the Saracens. We'll see what happens with that. Um, so, but it's yeah, they are certainly um, looking every bit the part of a semifinalist they at are. the very least. Oh boy, I. <laughs> had my blood pressure jump a few beats and like you said I was up, I was in the great white north yeah and 
Mama D was around, and she was like, "Jesus, you're you're worse than when you first when you lived here." I'm like, "Yeah, ma." I'm like, "You know, I'm tw- I'm 12 years older. Yeah, it's it's gonna happen." You know? Well, yeah, and you were you were, we were talking, well, texting during the match, and right, and I don't remember how early on it was. You're like, "I'm so done with this game already." Yeah, uh, just. Uh, I was, had, I was done with JP. With JP, one. yeah, he's, he's no was, better he than a whistling a frog. He's, he's, had, he's, he's an honorary whistling frog. He, he had, he's had better ones before. I, I think the the so three things in my mind stand out from his errors, and it's the two disallowed tries. Um, the Billy disallowed try. I was like, listen, I'm sorry, Billy Vonapola is not getting stopped on that line. You have to consider that. I understand letter of the law, fine. But, you know, come on. Be, can we actually officiate like human beings and not robots? Yeah. Please. Like, have, you know, use some, some critical uh, thinking. Yes. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Look what you did to me. Um, but, yeah. Billy Billy V's not getting stopped. But did you see his, um, it was either a tweet or an Instagram no. quote. Vinprop Limited. No. LTD. Because, obviously, people have been... Sh- 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 shitting all over the Saracens for their salary cap issues. And oh. That's what that's the name of his company that he's oh, made right. with Nigel Ray. Okay, and like obviously just a big thumb in the eye to everybody else that's poo pooing on them. And really, uh, the people that off track here, um, the people that wrote that article, they're actually kind of getting a little egg on their face right now because a lot of the Saracens former players are coming to the defense. their defense, yeah. and even some other some players that aren't Saracens players are saying. Yeah, I would love a club to take care of me the way Nigel Wright takes care of his players. Right. I'm looking at that, and I'm like, why aren't – and you kind of do see it now. There's a lot of NFL players who are getting summer, like, internships and and working at different companies and and learning what to do past their playing years. And it's great. Yeah, it it is – it's – you know, pushing the envelope of the spirit of the cap, but at the same time, these guys are young. They're not going to be doing this for, for no. more than ten years, and you know, most of them aren't even going to do it for that long. We call we call we jokingly call people old men when they're in when they're in this game at thirty three. That's right. not an old man. No, you know, it's an old man for for an athlete, but it's not an old man for real life. They need no. to do something else after this, and you and know, if you're going to prepare them for it, that, that's <sighs> all the better. Well, shit, most most football coaches don't even prepare the players to play the game, <laughs> let alone live in the world outside the yes. game, and let alone prepare them for after the game. I mean, right. how many how many football players end up broke and Ugh, on the street and, and, and on the street and and penniless, selling their their championship rings? Yeah. So pretty awful. So they sh- teams should be doing that. Yep, anyway, I sorry agree. for the digression. Right. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> it was a it, it, it's just, it was worth the point. Yeah. Um, so, and then the disallowed try for Karen Sanjay getting into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, letter of the law, but then he, then he, just let the, the, the play wasn't even anywhere near. Right. Let it go. And I'm sorry, Danny Care was being a little prick. He was. And they both kind of were, were, so to they be were. fair. So, um, but at the same time, you show one the yellow, you show the other the yellow, and then you're, ju- you're done. Award the try, be done. You award the try, and you say, we're going to play on. Yeah. These guys were just and, being pricks after the whistle, so there's no penalty. Like, don't do the whole, oh, we're going to restart with the penalty, this, and then this. No, that, yeah. just say... Try try scored. This had nothing to do with the, the the try being scored. It was just two guys being being, jerks. being dicks. Yep. Or the fucking try. Yeah, it should should have been awarded. Anyway, and yes, and they talked about it on the broadcast. Letter of the law, yes, but that was just dumb. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing that stood out in my head was the penalty that he awarded Quinns when Saracens were on the five, and I think it was Rob Shaw was basically laying on top of the ruck. Yeah, with his feet up in the air, right, and saying that yeah. he, I was like, um, he's 
His feet are in the air. Right. He's not on his feet. <laughs> <laughs> you can't award him a penalty no. if his feet are in the air. Look, that, we, we talk about Mario doing that a lot. We're just reaching right over the ruck. But he, like... He's got the long, long his arms. feet, and he's got the... Yeah, and not that Rob Shaw is a, is a small human being, Mm-mm. but his feet were off the ground. So yeah. that's... Kind of the difference. Right. And and Doyle was staring right at it, and, and yeah, just... Yeah. Let's, so. let's show some fucking common sense. Yeah, so... Um, and again, so let's let's talk about this because we'll, I was going to bring up before, but so all right, Glenn Jackson, who is the Kiwi ref, mm-hmm. um, I like and him. JP Doyle, I don't like him. Two of the best referees in the world, arguably, and neither one of them could figure out how to referee the scrum. Yeah. Referees in this whole thing are still guessing, which is frustrating, and I don't uh, see what, what are I, they teaching them. So. What I see, and and I'm also a, a a young referee who would love this kind of help, is if I'm a, if I'm refereeing a scrum, especially at that level, I'm relying on my assistant referees to look at those, the, um, look at this prop battle, look at that prop battle, and maybe maybe I'm I'd be you know because the the scrum halves might be in the way, so I would look at the ones that are that are uh, closer to the to the scrum right. halves. But a little bit of help from them. Show if somebody's going down. Tell me who went down for. Like, give me a little bit. Don't just say, "Oh, I didn't." You know, like they'll go right to the to to the arm. And some of them do. But and some still. of them do. But and some of them will let it play out a little bit and then say, "Okay, no, that was a penalty." All right, we'll go back to that. That to me is appropriate refereeing. If if you don't know what happened, don't call a penalty. Mm. Either reset it or just play on. Yeah, I like the play on option if right. possible. Like, okay, it went down. And, and and that was one of the big things that that I loved about the the referee course that, that I, I took was, you know, you don't just say okay, did this happen? You say did it actually impact play? Mm-hmm. And scrums, I I really do hate the 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 going for the scrum penalty that seems to be prevalent, in, especially in the Premiership. You get a scrum, you're looking for a penalty. No 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 no, I get a scrum. <laughs> this is my chance to play, you know. Seven on seven. Yes. Like, why would I not do that? Mm. And really, six on six. You take the scrum heads. Take, you the, can scrummies work, out you take yep. the scrummies out of it. You can do a lot of work <laughs> in that. Why would you say, Loads, yeah. "Oh, you know what? I want a penalty, and then we'll kick and maybe have a you know a shitty lineout." Yeah, like, you want to put just people to sleep. Fucking, That's a good way to do it. Yeah, play the game. Yep. You know, I, I love the way. You know, the, the one thing I, I'm, I'm loving about the, watching the Southern Hemisphere rugby is. The scrum is just a way to restart the game. It's not there's no there's not a tactical we're going for a penalty here. It's mm. just yeah, get it in, get it out, and play the fucking game. Yeah. And please. as a prop, I would very much appreciate that because <laughs> I don't really want to keep scrumming down. Yeah. Because what's the the worst is when you have the oh scrum penalty. Okay. All right. Oh, we're gonna scrum again. We're scrum oh, great, we we'll scrum again. Oh no, it's scrum penalty. Oh, oh. And it's like just fucking get on with it. Yeah. I, I want to play rugby. Award a card or get on with it. I do the enjoy other. the scrum. Don't get me wrong, but for what it is, not for doing it for for 20 straight minutes right no i agree um but you're but, right they, the referees need to be better about yeah. managing it and and you know if if a team is just asking for a penalty that doesn't mean you have to give it no by no means um so we'll highlight a few things and we'll move on um marcus smith rose to the occasion for the quins though i it has to be said he uh he was ready to move. He was ready to move that ball. He was ready to take possession of the ball when he when he saw that it needed to be done. Um, he's a very young emerging fly half. The kid has loads of potential, and 
any other match other than a Saracen's match, I love watching the guy play. <laughs> other than that, and he's very good. I think the Quins need to be very happy that they have him in one pocket and then Lang in the other with who's got some experience to be able to guide the team when experience is required. But when you need some flair, you need some fire, you need some get-go, Marcus Smith's got it, and he looks pretty good. Uh, you know, certainly a, a, a white shirt is probably waiting for him at some point in his career. I'd say it could, you know, I think he's young enough that he'll be able to surpass the, the stalwarts that are there now and be able to piss off the coach. Yeah. Well, luckily he won't have to deal with Eddie Jones after this year. And, and though Eddie Jones called him into one of the camps. So, you know, he at least he's at least given him a consideration already. So that's a good thing for him. Um, and then, uh, the Saracens locks, we're on fire. Oh, and neither were. one of them were named Atoje or Cruz. No. That's the bad That's, news for the rest of the league. Right. Well, not so much because uh, Big Willie Style is, uh, he'll be leaving after this year. Right. But still, he, but just, still. he was crushing people. <laughs> yeah, he was. And, and what, he had the brace. So, yep. Um, he big old, is, big uh, fella. He's the, hey. The, That's a train coming through, too, on right. some of those angles. If, I'm like, ah, good if, luck. <laughs> if Czech is sticking around after the World Cup, which I guess he's not, whoever no. Australia's next coach is for the next cycle needs to get down on their knees and thank Saris for getting him back into shape. Getting him in, not back, getting him into shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was kind of a Putting large him, load. Yeah, he was, he was always a big load, but now and he, got he, himself, he got himself fit with uh, a little help from the nutritionist, too, so that helps. Hey. Um, and a sequay. Ceiling lineups like it was candy. Yeah. Speaking of a white shirt in their future. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got a couple of caps. Right. But I know. mean, like, Siri, like, you know. He should. Yeah. No, I, I know Eddie Jones has kind of tossed him aside, but the next guy that's coming through will certainly, yeah. certainly needs to take a hard look at Nick Asique and maybe be like, hmm, I think he might have got this wrong. Yeah. So Saracens win 27 20, and they stay number two and keep that home semifinal for the Premiership alive and obviously keep some. Get some momentum going into their big match this weekend. And another big one this weekend, uh, this past weekend, Newcastle and Sale. And I I think we were both, we both picked Sale, but I couldn't help but root for Newcastle while they're, especially wearing those jerseys. Those those kits, mm-hmm. uh, if anybody has one of those kits available, <laughs> I would love one. Um, just, you know, send me a message on Twitter or something because <laughs> those, uh, between the, the, the stripes of obviously um, the tune, the Newcastle United yeah. club that they because uh, they were playing at St James Park, and then the um, the Duddy Weir, the du- yeah the Duddy Weir the the shoulder the shoulders those were magnificent jerseys. Um, well done Newcastle for putting out some awesome looking kits, uh, nodding to both obviously the where they were playing, but also to some of their heritage and some of their um, their you know some of their greats uh, such as Duddy Weir obviously. Um, so, but to the game, <laughs> um, Nicky Gonova came back. Uh, didn't score a lot, but it was nice to see him back, and I'm sure it helped their back line to be able to be like, okay, we don't have just Sonati Sonati, who had a hell Although, of a game. Had a hell of a not, game. Not like you need much more than you that. You didn't need much more than that. Um, but, you know, just to have to respect Nicky Gunnava on the other side of it, people are just like, shit, this is back, isn't it? And obviously, Gunnava was a huge help to them getting to the semifinal last year. Um, I'm sure he'll be a big help to them getting guiding them away from relegation. Um, they still sit in last, but man, this is now anybody's. Forward, this is anybody's fight. Yeah, you know it really is. Um, I enjoyed watching Takalua too. He's he's growing on me as a as, as a nine. Hmm. I seem to recall saying something about liking Takalua better than Mickey Young. 
I, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> I'll have to review the tapes. Looks so. like uh, <laughs> looks like Dean Richards has agreed with yeah. me and gone Takalua. I know. I think Nikki Mickey Young is actually hurt, mm-hmm. but but um, he's going to probably be on, on the form, bench. You, you can't. Yeah. No, you can't bench Takalua right no, now. You can't. Good luck. Um, you know, say it. Uh, let's let's talk about. I, mean, I don't. Uh, did you did you see if anything came out of the Rob Weber Callum, Callum Green? Um, incident, the bite. No, I haven't seen anything. I haven't on that. seen anything myself. Um, it didn't nothing look obvious. Like a bite. It looked like fucking Rob Weber trying to choke out Callum Green, right? And got his mouth. Yeah. So it's like you didn't. He didn't bite you. You squeezed his mouth. Yeah. I, if anything, <laughs> I thought Rob Weber was going to get himself in a little bit of trouble there. Um, I'm glad no nothing was was given. Craig Craig yeah. Maxwell he said, yeah, nothing obvious. And then, of course, our our favorite cowboy said had a comment to the commentators for, um. For television, saying, uh, "Well, you know, there's blood, and it should have been a should have been a card." And I'm like, "Dude, did you see the replay? Because okay, so, your player was kind of the jackass in this." Yeah. So looking it up, uh, Callum Green was cited for it. I'm trying to see what it was. No clear evidence. Um, okay, he's going to face a disciplinary panel tomorrow. Okay. So we'll see. Yeah, I I I, I disagree with that. I don't. But at the same time. If, if there was a legit biting incident, then yes, by all means. If he did, if he did in fact bite him, yeah, that needs to be. Yeah. It needs to be said. It needs to be. There needs to be a reprimand. But, right. but on let's, the let's on honest. the replay that we saw, yeah, it didn't look like it looked like if anything, it was Rob Weber's issue, yeah. not not Green's. So, yeah. um, hopefully, somebody smart takes care of this without uh, too much issue. There's further. someone smart at the FIU. Yeah, I know that's a lot, that's that's asking a lot. I know. Um, but Newcastle win twenty two seventeen and uh, keep this thing a fight at the bottom. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, I'm uh, <laughs> popcorn ready, <laughs> right? Yeah. Do to do. Exeter and Bath, and I didn't get to watch this one either. No. Um, looked. Pr- I mean, looks like Exeter just handled it. They did. Okay. It was. I mean, it, it was a little touch and go at the beginning, but. And and it was it just it was never in doubt. Let's put it that way. Okay. So like we, we were talking about um, wasps having having a leg up on on Gloucester, mm-hmm. where they even had the lead. Um, I don't remember if Beth had the lead at any points, but I was never it was never in doubt. Probably that not more than three nothing that match. You know. Yeah. So it was a. Um, it looks like it, it looks like uh, they handled it pretty well. Um, I think we both were hopeful that Bath would somehow help us, but we also yeah. knew the real the reality of that happening yeah. was probably low. So yeah, uh, I forgot because Nathan Cat scored a try fairly early. Oh right, okay. Um, so that made me happy because I got him uh, starting. But uh, what was it? Um, Exeter scored two tries in in like the next like fifteen minutes or so. Oh, shoot. To uh, yeah, to take control. And well, about that. Much. It was nice while it lasted. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's a fantasy asset that's not talked about right now because um, he's obviously been overlooked at this. But I have him on my team. Rory McConaughey. He scored 41 this week. Damn. Um, let me double check his numbers for the last couple of weeks. But I think he's scoring at a decent clip in the last few games. Okay, so his since week 13, his scores are 12, 35, 28, 13, 41. So... Not a bad play. No. I mean, if you can somehow avoid those little duds of 13 and 12, you got yourself a nice play with 25-plus points every week yeah. so far. Yeah, I mean, that's a good 
that's a good player to at least have on your reserves because yeah. you still get those points. I know you're only getting half of them. Yeah. But but that's still someone to uh, to consider at least at least having in your 23, yes. even if you don't start him every week. Um, definitely a, a good play. Yeah. Keep him keep him in the pocket just in case. Yep. Yeah. So Exeter take care of business 29-10, and they keep themselves on top of the premiership and lock themselves down a semifinal spot. Not a home semifinal spot yet, but they are the first team to lock down a semifinal spot. So you can probably yeah. presume that they will do as such in somewhat of short order here. Yeah. To the down under. Mm. Um, well, I uh, I was happy I picked the Blues. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I To be fair, I said Harry Plummer would get him going. I don't think Harry Plummer got him going that much. But it seemed like um, once they got it to Nanai, Fayani, and Rico and Rico uh, Yoani, you know they oh, that's I saw when that Nanai run. Yeah. Holy shit! Way to go from like zero to sixty and just Point blow through seconds. the defense. Yeah. yeah. So he's um, they got they got this team going really. Um, Highlanders kind of put it in put it in the. Wrong, let the wrong blues players get a hold of it too often. Yeah, and they got they got burned for it. They got burned for it. Um, blues take care of business 33 26 at home. And finally, might look like they're one of the Kiwi teams that aren't the laughing stock of the league, which is good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I uh, I was actually somewhat impressed with, with uh, Marty Banks. He started in kind of a pinch. Um, they didn't want to start Gatlin's. We talked about Gatlin possibly being the starter in this team, in this Highlanders team, mm-hmm. and it seems like I was very, very wrong about that. Yeah, he's he's struggling. Yeah. Like it, I remember watching him last year and being like, "Why this guy deserves at least a good look?" Yeah, and uh, I don't know if the new environment or whatever. Yeah. Josh Iwani is definitely the number one fly off on this team. Marty Banks did well. He he kicked well. He he looked to be controlling. Joan, Josh Iwani's the the attacker. Yeah. So he's the one that you want on the field when you're when you need some go forward. Um, but you know, good on Marty Banks for being that old warhorse that just continues to produce when needed. Hurricane Stormers. <sighs> Oof, man, I was nervous with this one for a long time. For a long time, I thought for sure we weren't figuring getting this one out of the fire. But um, Bowden Barrett. Comes up huge as always as a you know an assist on a Jordy Barrett try and then just all for all reasons I thought he screwed up some, he screwed the I think it was the last try that ended up being the winner uh, for all reasons I thought he screwed it up because there were two guys outside him and he took it himself and but mm-hmm. and he had to fight through three guys but he got there <laughs> I was like oh you would have been in so much trouble yeah. if you hadn't finished that <laughs> but it was well done you still um, probably get a fine for that yeah yeah among, among you're the get, lads you're getting a fine court. yeah you're getting a fine at kangaroo court for sure um, the hoose. Wes Hoogson does a, does a double again. He is on fire lately. Uh, I don't know how you how you're gonna sit him, but you also have. I mean, Jordy Barrett played 12th today in this match. You know, it's you just put people places. <laughs> yeah. you, you put like you know, you, you find a spot for him. And, like it seems to me, there's no reason not to if they're that, yeah. if they're that t- and yeah, Jor- I mean, Jordy's talented as all hell. You can put him in. You can anywhere put him on, in the back almost line anywhere and, in the back line, yeah, and he'll be fine. He's a, he's enormous too. Yeah, like he's a lot. He's almost like he is a mix between Bowden and Scott. That's what he is. Right. He's a mix between the Straight two between. Uh, two of the other brothers. <laughs> um, but the and you know the Stormers. This was classic. 
you had one team, big and burly, one set pieces galore, mm-hmm. and you had another, and they were doing it. They were controlling the game with it, and you could see their their set pieces were dominating. Um, Hurricanes were having a hard time dealing with both the scrum and the lineup. But you know, the second the second that it gets opened up, the Hurricanes were the better team, mm-hmm. and they were able to hold on in the end. Uh, I I was losing my brain watching this match, thinking, "Oh shit, we're going to screw this up." No, Dan Coles. Dan Coles was arrested for this match, yeah, he, so that made me a little nervous as well. Uh, no, TJ. TJ made me no TJ made me a little nervous as well, but um, they they got it done and with a big match coming up this week, so uh, Stormers get to stay in New Zealand at least and not have to have that jet lag uh, bite them this time. But and and they also didn't have Etzebeth. Etzebeth dropped out very late um, concussion right. protocol. Right. So uh, ugh, a little, good on the Stormers for rocking up and really putting it in. Um, they 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 made this one a fight. Uh, so good on them for that. And some wolves and lions. This was played in. Uh, we talked. We thought it was being played in Tokyo. It was played in Singapore. Singapore. Um, decent, decent stadium. Sounded like a good crowd. Uh, certainly a pro Sunwolves cl- crowd. Sure. So, um, but you know, and the Sunwolves squandered chances. They really did. The Lions. If you look, if you look at the early on possession and the early on territory, this was. It. it, it, it the Sunwolves should have had the lead by a, by a mile, and they just mm-hmm. kept. Finding ways to screw it up. Yeah, they kept fun, and that, and that unfortunately that's what bad teams do. Right. You it's, know. Yeah. This the, it's not like it's a talent, a huge talent differential from from like speed, strength, skill. No, it's just. I mean, we talked about guys on this team: Emery, Parker, Vendy Heaver. Mm-hmm. Um, God, who's the other guy that was in the back? Uh, J- Jamie Booth, their, the little scrum half. You know, they have loads of it. You know, they had Ranger. He's obviously hurt. But you know they they have loads of talent there. They just gotta find ways to freaking put it together and put it over the line. Yeah, get over that whitewash, boys. You'll be all right. Um, but yeah, Lions win thirty seven twenty four. No, um, no, Quagga Smith, Warren Whiteley still hurt, and they still somehow get it done. Uh, I'll give them that. Yanchis was okay. Tyrone Green continues to look not too terrible. That's for sure. He's he only scored twelve in this match for me, but. Uh, it worked. <laughs> it worked. Um, Lano Mapu, uh, old, uh, I say old warhorse. He's not that old, but again, you know, he's, he's a cert- certainly a seasoned veteran. And uh, that's, I just, I, I think we, I think we have to, I, I think we, this was a rumor last time we talked, but it sounds like the Sunwolves are getting the ax. Yeah. And that's, that sucks. That sucks. That sucks for rugby in general. And, so I've 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 learned since, and I knew it was the South Africa teams that were calling for it. I've learned that it's all you know. You thought maybe a part part of the last World Cup and them losing to Japan. It also might have been might have had something to do with the fact that Japan voted for France and not for South Africa in the coming World Cup in 2023, which is the most five year old thing you can ever do. Right. <laughs> I was like, like really, really. Oh, you. You can't, Sanzar. You screwed this up. I'm sorry. You yeah, you really did. That's that's petty as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Sanzar's completely screwed this up. Um, if some wolves have a beef or and want to take any sort of action against Sanzar and any any of the teams in Sanzar, by all means, go for it. I bet you you'd have the support of the entire rugby universe. So um, go for it, guys. Good on you. You you deserve to, some sort of justice here because this is wrong. Yeah, this is just wrong. So yeah, I wonder how that's going to play out. Where they'll well, the, where uh, Japan rugby will end up. Yeah, I, I 
Because it's tough. The, I mean, they might end not... up in the same league as the Western Force. Yeah. But that's not. Uh, yeah, I, I feel bad for them. Yeah, the yeah. travel for that, I, I can't imagine. Oh boy, no, thank you. Pass. <laughs> uh, Warthog's Crusaders. Uh, Crusaders finally lose one. Uh, who saw that one coming? Uh, yeah, nobody. Yeah. Um, no, certainly neither of us. No, so. neither of us did. I picked the I picked the Crusaders. No, Richie Mwanga didn't help. No, that's for sure. But still, uh, yeah, they you know Warthog's they kept it. They kept the territorial pressure on. That's what they did. They really kept the territory on on the Crusaders. They were keeping it in their end. They were not letting them out. Uh, Crusaders. It was a bit of a slippery ball. To be fair, I think it was wet. A um, little bit of a little bit of dew there. Um, but they they just kept the pressure on territorial wise for the Crusaders, and the Crusaders just couldn't figure out how the hell to get away from their own line. And yeah. thusly, you know, the Warthogs didn't score a ton of points. Oh, didn't need to. But. The the one try they scored, and you see his name at the top of the uh, of our points list list. There, it's a reason. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. So the he's always good for shot, something. Awesome. Shot to nothing. Yeah. From Foley, and three I think three Crusaders guys kind of just like I got it, I got it, and oh. neither one of them end up getting it, and it falls behind Falau. He turns around and he's in the try zone, falls oh. right on top of it. He's like, ah, hey, look what <laughs> I got. <laughs> But, you know, he went up there to get it. He did go up there to get it and just caused enough trouble between those guys yeah. where they were none of them really collected it. And a, he yeah. just fell on. He's like, hey, look what I got. Hey. So, I mean, Izzy Falau, you're a fantastic player. You are – I'm not a fan of you as a person, but you are a wonderful player. <laughs> right. You are a wonderful player. He used to shut his um, mouth every so often, or at least shut his Twitter every yeah, so Yeah, turn his Twitter off. Yeah. Uh, okay, we good. Uh, I do want to just, you know, I talked about it before. Mm-hmm. I do want to hit on the, the Waratahs um, loose forward contingent. I think they're one of the more underrated of the bunch, honestly. I mean, yes, everybody knows who Hooper is. It's not a, that's. <laughs> Hooper drives the boat. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, you know, Jack Dempsey, very good player, very solid player. He is a tough bugger. Uh, Hannigan is probably the, the one that probably needs to step up a little bit more. And they talked about, um, I think it was a few weeks ago. I think it was against the Reds. He's not, he's not as tough in contact as he needs to be. He's a big dude. No, for a loose forward, you need to be. He's a big (laughs) monster dude. He should be able to crash through a lot of tackles, and he doesn't always do it. So it's a, it is a question of toughness for him. Um, I like, I like Michael Wells as well. It's an underrated um, loose forward contingent for them. I think that if. I think if Hannigan turns himself into a true six, that is a that you know between Hooper, Dempsey, and him. Yeah, that's that's a that is that is a very formidable that's a solid back loose, three. Loose, that's a back three that I would sign up for all day if you said that was my starting yeah. back three. So give it to me, um, just see if they they can finally get that one little 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 thing. It's a little thing. It's really not that big. Yeah. So uh, I think it's something that could really help them go forward if they want to challenge for a playoff spot. Uh, Bulls Chiefs. Well, hello there, Chiefs. How are you? <laughs> nice to see again. you again. <laughs> Good Lord. Where you been all our life? You know, it's going to sound silly, but the the key to this match, and, and for the record, again, Chiefs win 56-20, to 20, the key to this match was the uh-huh. Chiefs' defense. Well, now, yeah, they, in a way, yes. They, they possessed the ball. So they, when they stopped the Bulls, they made their tackles. Right. And they, they were patient on defense. 
instead of what what I've seen from them this season so far is, oh, they've got the ball. Well, we kind of want the ball. So if they score, okay, no big deal. Then we get the ball back. <laughs> and So they actually played defense. They, played, they actually played defense. They showed up. They made their tackles. They, they, they worked with each other. And then that gave them more possession, which then they were able to turn into points. Mm-hmm. So it's one of these, like, you know, when they say everything starts with defense, this game, you know, for giving up 20 points, it still started with defense because – yeah, against some of these teams, you're gonna you're gonna put one over, um, kind of in the loose, and 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 eventually they're gonna get disorganized because they're gonna or careless with the ball. But they they you know um, the Chiefs were just uh, well, also um, someone you may have heard of, Damian McKenzie. <laughs> um, he's okay. He's all right. The, the, some of the things he was doing were just like he would he would run towards a, a I, I saw one that just amazed me where he's kind of he's almost surrounded he's got his his defender squared up on him he's got one defender on the outside who's kind of hemmed him in on one side he's got Mm. another defender on the inside who's hemmed him in and he just steps back and just runs around all three of them (laughs) he's got the speed it's it's absurd (laughs) and his teammates are all you know with him in support so it's like okay as soon as he gets around them all of a sudden now you've got the overload because he just he just did away with three defenders by himself (laughs) so you kind of have a little bit of open field there. Yeah, it's like, oh no. And 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 of course, Brody Retallick getting over twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah. He, oh, he he could have had. Now that we hey, talked about, I saw selfish, that. I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> talk about uh, um, Bowden being a little bit selfish, going for that try himself. Retallick had somebody, some ankle biter on uh, yeah. on his foot, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and all he had to do was lift his foot up and, and walk two more steps and yeah, fall over, and, and he had a try. And instead, he just offloads it to his nine coming on the inside. Yeah, to right, you get over, and, yeah. and letting him get the try. That, yes, that, well, he was being nice. Yeah, but you, <laughs> if you know, if there's any selfish play that you can kind of get away with, if it's if you're one of the best f- uh, f- uh, locks in the world, right? Got a, a back again, ankle biting you at the five meter line. Get- off. And you're going for your hat trick, like that's okay. I mean, as a, you can, you as can a second a, row, if I'm looking for a third one on the day, you're gonna have to really just you kill have to me rip for the that ball. ball out of my yeah. hands. It's not gonna yeah, be you a have to cut it out of my hands. <laughs> right. Never mind. So, so uh, good on Brody for for being a true captain. That's what captains do. It is, and he's a he's, he's a class act too. So, and Alamalo, bugger, but Alamalo a had a had a big game. He had a, a brace also. Um, he had the yellow card. Stop. Say stop giving away yellow cards. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, if he if he stops doing that, he'll be he'll be a little bit better. Yeah, he'll be. I mean, still got still got a race, so not terrible. Yeah. Uh, Nankaville filled in for the last minute replacement of Leonard Brown, which made me poo myself a little bit. I said, "Oh no, there goes my best midfielder." Yeah. Oh, um, but Nankaville did really well he did. as well. So, um, but yeah, Chiefs took care of business. I mean, can't say anything really bad about them. Roscoe Speckman got himself lit up again. He needs mm. to learn how to freaking take a tackle. Yeah. I mean. Grand, it was La La La, fresh legs prop, but still, like, if you're a fresh fresh prop and you see that coming at you, you are ready to just smash, and he right. did. He did. He did exactly as he should have. He lit him up. So, maybe yeah. run at someone else next. Yeah, time. maybe don't go. <laughs> maybe don't go at that guy, yeah. or don't go at him. Go around him. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, Chiefs take care take care of a business with a big first win of the season, fifty six twenty. It's a it's a big one to get Ben's boys off the Schneid Yay. and get them you know hopefully going in the right direction in the New Zealand conference. You know, now every team in the New Zealand conference at least has a win now too. Yep. So I think that was the last one, honestly. Yes. <laughs> um, Sharks rebels. Quake Cooper was magic. The rest of the team not so much. Um, I felt 
you feel for him. It was a it was a rough day for him. Robert Dupria was pulling some strings pretty well. His kicking boot was going was going well, and it was uh, it was it, it was a good game by the Sharks. Don't get me wrong. I feel like the Rebels let a lot of opportunities go, and with that back line, the the all the backs that they have, they they've got some. Like I, I talked about, I was gushing about it the other week. You know, and the name there's a few names on this list, but there's still more: Billy Meeks, uh, Tom English, Jack Maddox, Quay Cooper. Obviously, Will Guinea didn't play in this match, mm-hmm. but still, he's you know he's a big name. Curbetti, you know this the uh, Halep Petty. It's it's there's so much to love about this Rebels back line. You know, if their forwards can just give them the ball a little bit. And it, it, it's over. It's right. over. Just get a little bit of an edge forward. Yeah. Give us front front football and... See ya. You know, and, yeah. you know, they did very well. So I, uh, I'm i impressed. Who's the other one? Reese Hodge. As I, oh, say. Yeah. I just had another Hodge. one in my head. Reese Hodge, you know, yeah, they, they'll they be ruining this one a little bit too. They had a lot of opportunities. They let get away. You know, 2014, I have to say, um, I, did, I thought, I just, it hit me the other week when I was, or the other day when I was watching this match. Last week when they were playing the Lions... The commentators on the Lions match were not being very nice to the Rebels. They were calling them dirty. I was like, ooh, wow. them's fighting words, dude. Yeah. Like, I, I know South Africans and Aussies don't get along, but them's fighting words, bro. Like, you're supposed to be a professional TV guy and TV commentator, and you're getting fighting they're, words. They're a there. little, yeah, they, they get a little homerish sometimes. Yeah, just a little bit. But, I mean, to be fair, the, the your match there, the Chiefs-Bulls, they were just kind of being like, yep. They are kicking our ass. Yeah, pretty much. There's not, <laughs> not much they could say. There wasn't. I mean, it wasn't much yeah. else to be said. Right. Um, but yeah. So South Africa commentators try and be try and be a little nicer. You you don't have to be middle of the road because we know you're South African, but yeah. be nicer. You know, um, that and don't call for the acts of teams that don't deserve it. Yeah. That's, you know, <laughs> make this a global sport, not just yeah. you know focus on ourselves here. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. And then, as you'll notice, I'm being very nice to the South Africans right now, or trying to be, which generally, I'm nice to a couple South Africans. Oh, I, I, yes, on an individual basis, absolutely. <laughs> I, but, uh, I have, yeah. We have a couple of South African friends that we're nice to. We do, absolutely, uh, yes. Um, and then last match of the weekend, uh, I actually didn't get a chance to watch this. Um, Reds Brumbies, uh, we we called for we called the Reds might take care of business, and boy did they ever. They, they did. They certainly um, did. Looks like Karebi was tearing up trees. Bryce Haggerty at, at playing at 10 right now is doing them a lot of good. Uh, yeah, Nivalu, uh It looks like Sorovi might be getting t- overtaken by Tate McDermott because he's done well the last couple of games. So I'm wondering if they're going to start leaving, leading towards him and not Sorovi. Not to say Sorovi's not good. I think Sorovi's got a little bit of that helter-skelter and free-flow play in him, which is great. But when you need somebody that needs, to, you know, and, you need a little structure, you yeah. know, you want, you, it seems like Tate, Tate McDermott's given that to the Reds. And, you know, when you have a guy like Karevi and, and, and Hegarty out wide, you probably want to get them the balls. And Nivalu, Nivalu, you, right. you don't want to deny him the ball. So, you know, when you need to get the ball wide and get a little structure going and not be so free flowing and helter skelter, probably a good idea to pull that guy in. So, uh, so it seems like he's kind of claimed that for himself. Brumbies are, I know they won the other week, but man, they are on a struggle. They, they, that was a struggle for them. And, you know, obviously they struggled here. It looks like they're struggling to find points. And I'm not going to put it on Lele Afano, but there's something going on in that back line that they need to fix, clearly. Um, especially since I have watched this match. I don't know. Maybe Lele Afano did have a terrible match. Yeah. I can't imagine he did. He's a very quality player. But, yeah. I, uh, I, w- I, I, 
wonder what it is that's going awry there at uh, in the Brumbies. All right, um, let's do some pick 'em for our Super Rugby, and then we'll go to Champions Cup. All right. Oh yes, oh. the the first one. <laughs> leave with your best foot forward, yeah. Yeah. Um, Hurricanes and Crusaders. I'm I'm letting you pick this one first. <laughs> well, I mean, because I, I feel like um, this is going to be our our usual bets. Yeah. We're at home. I get, I have to back us at home because they've had a hard time beating us at home. So Hurricanes. I'm going to go with the Crusaders because I, I I could see them being uh, a little. They're going to be probably a little pissy. A little pissy about. Uh, yep. What happened last week? I can't say I blame you for that one. Uh, Wartaz and Sumwells at at home for the Wartaz. I don't, I don't know which ground they're particularly playing. It doesn't really one. matter. They're, I mean, they're, in, they're, in, they're in Australia. I know that. Right. It's in Australia. I'm going to yeah. go with the Taz. Yeah. Sumwells only ever having one 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 win ever in um, in Super Rugby away from uh, Asia. And where was that? At your boys, so yeah. just the other week. Oh wait, why did I ask that question? Yeah, good job. <laughs> Walked right into that one. <laughs> Set it up yourself too. Uh, Blue Stormers, Blues get to they got it done last week. They got it done the week before. Uh, you know they had a buy in between there, mm-hmm. but as you said, the Stormers are uh, have stayed in. Yeah, in, they stayed. They stayed put in New Zealand. In New Zealand for for this, yep. so the travel isn't going to be as much of an issue. Um, so in that kind of. Keeping that neutral, I'm mm-hmm. going to go with the Stormers. You know, as much as I rang the bell for the Blues a lot, uh, the last couple of weeks, uh, I think I think you're right. I think it's going to be the Stormers, and it's going to be. Here's the thing: if it's ugly, Stormers win. If it's pretty, they lose. I agree. That so that is actually that's, that's, that's kind of how it goes. That's good knowledge right there. Um. Oh yes, here we go. Another tasty one this weekend: Reds and Rebels. I know who I want, but I'll let you pick. So, um, yeah, the rebels are—they're uh, gonna—they have a lot of travel there. They're coming from uh, South Africa, flying over their home <laughs> to New Zealand. Um, no, that's uh, not really over their home. No, there's, oh no, no Queensland. I'm sorry, I, I was looking at the wrong line. Yes, you are. Um, yeah, so they're kind of—they're—they're—they're they're, they're staying somewhat homish. Um, I wanted to. I really. I want to take the rebels. Um, so I will. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take the rebels too. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm still gushing on Quay Cooper. I hope he ends up with a with a yellow jersey mm-hmm. by the end of the year, going to the World Cup in Japan. But um, I, I'm loving what he's doing. He he, he turns <laughs> everything he touches turns to gold, just about. So uh, I'll let it. I hope he rides that. Another another fun one, Sharks Bulls. This is probably for potentially the best team in South yeah, Africa. This is going to be a big one. This will be a big one, and that makes it really difficult for me. Um, I am going to take. I've, I've taken a lot of away teams, so I'm going to go with the uh, the home side here. Yeah, the Sharks to the shock take. Um. I have one concern for the Bulls, and that was Dwayne Vermeule and leaving that last match. Mm. And they already are out Lou Diaga for a little bit. Um, Arhas Naaman's not ready to go yet, so it's got me concerned. Um, with that, I'm going to back my the guy that has that plays 10 for my fantasy team at Robert Dupria and pick the Sharks. 
And to Buenos Aires. The Juarez against the Chiefs. Your boys traveling over there from South Africa. Yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Yeah. I The, the Jaguares. Um, you, you think Damian McKenzie at fullbacks the magic the magic touch? Uh, could it not be? I mean, I mean, the last two games they haven't lost, at least, with yeah. him there. Um, but just in general, um, having Alamalo back has, has been huge, yep. has really opened up their offense. And if they're playing, like I said, if their defense is coming around, if they, they've obviously made it a um, – a point of emphasis in training. Right. Um, if they're playing defense like that, then and they're giving themselves a really good platform for attack. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, all those guys that they've got in their back line. Um, yeah, they've got some good good weapons back there for right. sure. So I, it's hard. It's really hard to pick against them unless they're you know it depends on their squad. But if Leonard right. Brown's around, Alamalo, yeah, McKenzie, I think, be, I think, I think that was a late. <laughs> yeah, Marty and and Damian, yep. So um, it's hard to pick against them on this well, one, especially you know, with, uh, I was going to pick the Jaguars, but I think you just talked me into picking <laughs> the Chiefs. And is uh, Creevy's on the shelf, right? He's is he done? I think he's done for at least this competition, right? Because he's probably he really wants to play in that last World and Cup. And I realize because, it's just uh, well, you know, just a hooker, but but he's really he is an inspiration to that team. Yeah, he's the, I mean he's a captain. He's the yep. guy that that they're they're looking to. So sure. uh, that's a heart and soul guy, and losing him is is losing more than one guy. Yeah, uh, yeah, it feels like it, right? Feels like losing half your team sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I will put up. I'm going to put up my stop sign and my um, all my fantasy sits and sits and starts um, tomorrow on Twitter. Uh, I'll have all the information, all the all the data to give me my g- predictions. But I will say, last week I was three out of four between my stop lights and yeah. my green and my my stop signs and my green lights. So and, I, was, and I will also I'm say I'm better I'm better at my stop signs than I am at my green lights yeah. to be fair. I'm not as good as the green lights as I am the stop signs, right. but but t- t- honestly the uh I, I looked at those when I was setting my lineup for the premiership. Yeah. Um because I actually set my lineup for the premiership on like the Super Rugby. Uh, but winner winner dollar dollar. Right. <laughs> uh you're welcome. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like using that really helped me make specific decisions uh, around certain players. So yeah, um, if if you're not following, if 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 you're really big on these competitions as far as fantasy, um, uh, pay attention to what Jared's saying is with, with these with these stats that he he's, he's yeah. he won't steer you it, too it's, far wrong. It's not it's it's not cut and dry, but it's also it, it gives like Ben said, it gives you the guide to all right. I have a start sit question. I have a guy that's playing one team that's given up boatloads of points, and I have another guy that's playing a team that doesn't give up that many points. Maybe you want to sit the guy that's given up uh, playing the team that's given up a boatload of points. Right. So that's more to the point, not necessarily that you know they're surefire winners. Like God knows, I freaking missed on Joe Marchant the other week for a green, for a green right. light. And I think you know. Cat was on your um, red light list. Yeah, again this week, but he got me thirty four. So but like, but and that's the guy you. I've also take said out. some of these are some of these are matchup proofs, right. you know, and obviously Nathan Cat has figured out how to get around most teams that can play well against props. Yeah. So you know that that that's that's how it goes. There are players that are absolutely matchup proof. Yeah, but it is a warning, so it, you you shouldn't expect, uh, 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 you know, to quite their average game. Right. You probably expect a little bit lower, or in some right. guys you expect a little bit more. But it's just still a good guide as far as um, you know. Making that that last call as to oh man I really don't this know. guy or this guy right yep that type of stuff that's kind of that's that's the point of what why I put it up um, yeah my again as I said I didn't I don't do well with green lights Roscoe Speckman was my green light last week he got two Ooh. yeah not great um, he got subbed off early too I think he got banged up after that la right. la yeah. la, la, la hit so, <laughs> so much you can do about that. a little bit of pride a little bit of pride probably involved in that <laughs> um, all right 
It's Champions Cup time. Let's go quarterfinals. Here we go. Um, so Ben and I obviously play the Champions Cup official game. Uh, the big thing that I've been paying attention to is daily. Uh, my my yearly my competition long team is kind of garbage, so I've been <laughs> rolling with the the daily. I think I'm near the top of the list. Uh, one of the lists. I think I the know, U.S. I don't, know that, I don't know that the league would uh, the, the the yearly would be still active because it is. Like, oh, it is. It is. It's going to be active. Well, then I, that's it'll, good. That's good to know. Yeah, it'll be active. They they allow a boatload of changes right now. Okay, Maybe good. even unlimited changes, or at least a boatload, For, if not okay. like five or ten, yeah. as opposed to three. Right. Because of obviously you've lost guys that aren't. You have injuries, and you obviously have lost players that are no longer playing in the competition because they got knocked out. You know stuff like that. I tried to set my team up. So that I had mostly players that are playing this round. I think I have two that aren't. Okay, I don't so remember what I did. So that was that, that's what I shot for with, been the, a while. with the last round. Um, anywho, let's get to the actual games. And um, yeah, if you want to challenge Ben or myself, follow us on Twitter uh, in the daily game, and we'll put up put up the code to a challenge, and uh, you can just go ahead and give your best shot at it. Uh, what do you got? I think. I think actually the last round though you got me twice out of the three times. I think so. So that was a, that was actually well played to you, but yeah, for yeah. the most part, I think I think my daily lineups are usually pretty solid. All right, um, enough of that. <laughs> all right, Edinburgh Munster. Uh, these are all mouth watering games, with the exception of the Saracens Classical game. It's not that mouth watering. Oh, no. but except that they just played. Right. So that's the, probably the most the most interesting interesting thing about that. Anywho. <laughs> Digress. Edinburgh Munster. Uh, Edinburgh at BT Murray Field against, you know, the the, the stalwarts that are Munster. Right. Uh, I feel like this is a – that's a home match as, as a uh, – it's, it's not quite um, – it's not quite indicative of, of the the strength of the two squads. Um, I, so, for me, I'm picking the away team here. Munster. Munster. Um, only because I, I, I think – uh, on form and and with their lineup, it's gonna. Be, it, I mean, Probably this it's gonna Murray. it's gonna be hard for any of these teams to win. Yeah, except for the Saris, um, but only because <laughs> and, and can only we'll hope. get to that. Um, but but these are gonna be some some really tough matchups, and uh, these are gonna be slobber knockers. I, you're right, and and um, I think uh, Ding I think have some Irish players are gonna be a little bit mad about um the way Six Nations went. Yeah, kind of wanna might be Omani. To, right, to, being being one guy that I can think of off the top right. of my head, and, and not that they owe any um, any response to to Scotland, no. But at the same time, there, there's going to be some, uh, you know, it, it's still there's a measure of, of rivalry there, right? Uh, that goes beyond just these two. Teams well, and this is obviously playing. the a pro for all pro fourteen matchup as well. So true, they play each other. Um, Edinburgh just beat Leinster last week. I don't know if that was with the, their their B teams or their A teams, right? Um, so I'll give you a chance to catch up here. I'm going to take the Scots. Okay. Now, I do acknowledge that Munster are very, very, very experienced in this spot right here. This right. is a spot they've been a thousand times. Edinburgh, not so much. But I'm going to give them the nod and give the underdogs. I think they'll turn this into a hell of an atmosphere at BT Murray Field. I think it's going to be well, a fun match to watch. Yeah, and I think there's going to be a little bit of, again, we're going to get to that in a second, but they're going to be the they're the Scotland team that has a chance to keep moving on. So um, that's a... Uh, there's a little bit of pressure there, and, and yeah. if they, they can uh, um, nut up, they they have a good uh, we'll opportunity to to make it happen. I just am taking the Irish team, right? Um, let's see. 
So, it sounds like for this next match, Stuart Hogg's going to be back. That's big. Yeah. And both both Horn brothers will be ready to go, George and Peter. So, That's Saracen's in Glasgow, but we say I say that there will be Farrell, likely Morrow, George Cruz. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still have Billy Bonapolo, last I checked. Right. Um, I hope we have an actual seven that plays for the Saracens and not. <laughs> sorry, oh, Scott. Not sorry, fucking... sorry, 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 Scott You are yeah. a legend in your own right. You're not a good seven. No, not, not anymore. anymore. Okay, you're just not. So, your experience is hell, but man, you're annoying. Is um, this one of those where you you um you you put Ray at seven and then maybe move like Nikki out to Nikki Zeke? I'd be okay with that. Out, out to six. I'd um, be very okay with that. I, I would definitely be okay with that too. Uh, and and I'm going with Saris. Uh, I'm just getting getting that out right in front because now I'm going to talk Same. shit about the matchup here because, um, all respect to Glasgow. Neither of the the matches were were matches in the um, in the the pool play, and I, I just feel like this is one there. There's in uh, mm-hmm. they, they talk about it in in, the, in football here. Um, where it's it's tough to beat a team twice and it's really tough to beat a, th- a team three times, whereas to me in rugby, if you beat a team twice, and especially the fact that the Saris beat Glasgow twice in two different ways, it, it's yeah. it's just a way you know what it's it's like Saris are saying we can do whatever the fuck we need to do to beat you. What are you going to do about it? And I right. I just don't see Glasgow having that opportunity and and um. And being able to take advantage of any, I don't see any any opportunity for advantage. I should say, right for, for Glasgow to to really make this uh, their their match because they yeah. can make it whatever match they want to make it. And Saris will be like, all right, we'll they, do that, they, and then they we'll have beat a you lot of the answers. Yeah, um, obviously Liam Williams will continue uh, in his in his place, and we still have Strudel and Maitland, and Goody. if need to call on, you know, Good will be able to play back in his normal spot. His normal spot. Um, I, I like what they have. Obviously, you know we we could also see the likes of um, Lewington if he if right. he if he comes good. Uh, Wigglesworth is probably the one. Eh. Mm, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Sounds like Atoji's ready to rock again. Farrell's good to go. He'll have a week off. Um, I I I love what they've got ready to rock and roll for the Men in Black. Yeah. The strength of the wolf is in the pack, and the strength of the wolf is going to probably be too much for the so for Glasgow. Depth. I yeah, mean, it's a it's a it's a terrifying thought for some people, obviously. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I I think Saracen will take it. Obviously, Ben does too. And let's go with the all Irish match: Leinster and Ulster. This should be fun. This will be another. Oh man, talk about a dingalinger! Hooey! <laughs> this is gonna be a good one. I think this is being played at the RDS, so it's gonna be one of those cozy, raucous. Is it at Aviva? Yep. Oh, geez, this is gonna be this is gonna be loud. Yeah, I was gonna say this it might, gonna be the loud. Crowd might be in a little bit. This, the the volume's gonna go up just a bit more, and it's gonna be fun. And it's 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 the late match too. What time? So what time it, will it be in Ireland? So it's it's um one forty five here. Here, so it'll, so be, it'll like be like seven, six, o'clock. seven o'clock there. Yeah. Um, it'll be pretty late. Which, uh, yeah, that'll give him a little bit of time to lube up and. <laughs> the Irish know how to lube up any way <laughs> they can. They do. Um, so uh, yeah, th- that's going to be even up the atmosphere alone is going to be uh, amazing. Amazing. Yep. Agreed. Um, and I'm going to go with Leinster. Yeah, I'm going with the champions as well. Uh, uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, 
um, how uh, what Ulster does as far as defending um, what's his butt um, Sexton. Sexton. Because right. again, the, the, a couple I, of the Six like, Nations teams like, might have given him the keys to the locker here. Right, and uh, and. That's going to be you know, Leinster kind of plays that same way. So yes, it, it's, well, I mean, as he as he goes, often they do too, right? So if they just decide to to play the way that those Six Nations teams played Ireland, Ulster have a shot. Yep, um, we'll see so, what happens. We'll see what they do. It'll be it's going to be an intense match because obviously they're both Pro Fourteen teams. They're both Irish provinces, so I think we might see some handbags. Oh, just a few, <laughs> a little bit of after. just a few. It'll be fun. And then, uh, speaking of handbags, um, <laughs> Rossing Toulouse in Paris at the at that funny looking stadium that Rossing has. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think it's this is going to be entertaining for the fact that it's on the turf, it's inside, it's going to be it's going to be a track meet. There's no, I, I I have a hard time getting getting around another word to describe it. It's going to be a track meet. Um, Finn Russell pulling the strings at ten for for yeah. Rossing. Uh, Teddy Tama is ready to rock and roll for them, from what I understand. Simon Zebo. Uh, yep, yep. Zebo wheels. Yeah, and he's going to be <laughs> a little bit motivated because, again, he got to watch a lot of these guys yeah. playing in the Six Nations. Yes, he did. So it will be a lot of fun. Obviously, you know, Toulouse have the likes of Dupont and Ramos and Intimac, and it'll mm-hmm. be that they have their own. Contingent of their own. No shortage of talent, right? So to say that you know they're all, just throw them out the window is just dumb, right? Um, but it's I, I think Rossing are just going to have that little extra to get them over the line, especially with the little magician Ben Russell pulling the strings. That's and, that's me. And just to bounce it out, I'm going to go with Toulouse. <laughs> Trying to play catch up, are you? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Well, no, I, you, you didn't pick a bad one because no, this will be a coin flip, honestly. Right. I think. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be rooting for Rossing, but uh, just for this, I'm taking just so I can catch up in the <laughs> trying to trying to make some ground up here. Right. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Oh man. Do we miss anything? No, there's no Premiership coming up this weekend. Right. Just yeah. The... I mean, champion. Listen, if there's no Premiership, at least there's Champions Cup. Man. Right. That's the one thing that was really disappointing about the other weekend with no Premiership. I was like. What to I do? mean, there was Six Nations, which yeah. obviously was nice, but you know, it's only three three of those matches, right? Yeah, you know, there's not the six that we're accustomed to for. I only get four this time, but that's, yeah, that's uh, listen. There's gonna these that. are four, but these are tasty like, matchups. Right. It's, it's yeah, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, man. Yeah, brunch the next day. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it's gonna be. <laughs> oh man! All right, so um, if you have a question you want to say that the show sucks you want to sh- say that the show's great um any of the above uh fancy rugby podcast at gmail.com Ooh, i i did want to do one thing all right so i have three screw-ups that i've done recently and i want to apologize and i want to correct them just okay. three <laughs> that i can think of <laughs> okay all right last week's editing issues i'm really sorry i did not mean to do that i'm sorry that's on me i'm the one that edited it, edits it and, and so when it sounds like crap guess whose fault it is mine um so sorry That's about Jared, that. Jared, by the way. <laughs> um, I said we were ta- we talked about Joe Tafete and his try scoring record in the international play equaling Keith Wood. Keith Wood wasn't English; he was Irish. I'm an idiot. I don't know why I said English. I knew he was Irish. I'm just a complete jackass. My apologies. And then um, it was Hunter that they had on the the pod 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 the other week, uh-huh. not 
I said Thomas or Thompson. Okay. I did not do that nice nice lady justice. That is totally, totally wrong of me, and I apologize to her uh. and the entire women's team. I'm an idiot. That's my fault. Um, okay, so now that I got that out of the way. <laughs> um, yes, Jared screws up. It's not a new thing. See, it's the problem just, is you, you, you announced that you screwed up. Just well, <laughs> you know. Because I, the I there's one per there's but, one person that's going. Yeah, that's, that's all it true. takes is one. It does. Yes, I screwed up. My bad. Okay, you're not perfect either, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll never hear me claim it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I need to. Yeah, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to everybody else. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I know you're not perfect. Yeah. That's not news. <laughs> all right. Um. So yeah, email us fancyrugbypodcast at gmail Look us up on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Play. Review us, download us, subscribe us, tell your friends to download us. They don't have to listen. It's okay. We'll take the downloads. Um, and challenge us on the daily. Yes, fantasy challenge for, us on the daily fantasy champions cup. And uh, and like Ben said, if you want if you want any uh, little last minute advice, uh, my Twitter feed. I'll put the stuff up that I did last week, including a green light and a stop sign for each league, Super Rugby, FRD, and uh, Premiership Rugby Mag. Uh, other than that. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Um, we appreciate that you all continue to listen uh, for whatever reason. And um, we'll talk to you guys all next week. Uh, have a good weekend and enjoy the enjoy the Champions Cup, especially. Yeah. Have a good one. Good Cheers. rugby, everyone.